Sex, relationships, advice. And it's new. The Cooper and Anthony Show. I know how much you love conversations about penis length. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why? Why must you bring that up? This one's going to make you feel even worse. Oh, great. Because, (laughs) um, you know, I know you already have a complex about your lack thereof. Just for the record, Cooper has no idea. (laughs) Oh, no, you told me. I don't know in person. I've joked about it. I've never, you've never seen it. Let's just start there. So you don't know. You have little dick energy. Oh, thanks. (laughs) You know how Pete Davidson has BDE? You have LDE. So you don't need to tell me. Thanks. Okay. Hey, go on, please. It's like, tell me you have a little penis without telling me you have a little penis. Look at his car. Look at all of his dogs. Look at how he treats people. It's pretty obvious. Go ahead and keep drawing this out. Just keep and keep going. You know, you don't you don't understand because we can tell the size of your breasts. That's true. You know, you can't tell the size of our thing. Unless you go to bed with us. But we can just walk down the street and go, look, it's a cup. Right. That's, so it's unfair. <laughs> it is but unfair. Then we, but then we learn from your personality what, what size you are. So it's pretty uh, obvious. Uh, thanks. Right up front. Yeah. So uh, this is going to make you feel even worse because they did a study over 80 years and they found that the average penis length is growing over time. That it used to be 4.8 inches now it's six inches. The average is six inches, which men are like, yeah, yeah, it is. But the reasons why are really bad news. Mm-hmm. It's because of all the chemicals in the food and the chemicals and everything that people have been growing up with. Um, it's a sedentary lifestyle and junk food, like all those chemicals. It's funny. It's like chemicals. We keep in like, oh, it causes heart disease, makes you fat, makes you lazy, but it makes your dick big. It goes back to the emails. They sent out so many emails to make it larger. Somebody <laughs> had to click on that link and buy those. <laughs> and those, there's pills in the gas station that say, you know, make it get bigger. So somebody's got to be buying this stuff. And I guess it works. I think they're buying those pills and going, ah, this doesn't work. So they throw it out. It ends up in our water system. So you have little boys growing up drinking that water and they're like, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is different. Yeah. I've totally hated this segment. Thank you. The Cooper and Anthony Show. <laughs> you fake? Yes. No. Yes. The Cooper and Anthony Show. I'm never getting married again. One and done. I don't even know why I did it the first time. I, I think it was just like peer pressure. All my friends were getting married. We had this group that we hung out with, and everybody was like, one wedding after another. And you get invited to the wedding party, and, and you got to fork over all this money for like strippers and beer and whatever else my friends were into back then. And you're just like, you know what? Payback is a bitch. I'm going to get married just because you all owe me a lot of money at this point. Did he, your ex-husband... Did he want to get married or did you force him to get married? Oh, I totally forced him. Oh, I guilted really? him into it. Our friends guilted. He did not want to get married at all. Was it the like, cow and He never, and he never wanted thing? to be married. Did you say you can't have the cow and not drink or buy the milk or one of those? No, I was already, he was, he was milking the cow every night. <laughs> you know, that was not a problem. No, but, I just, I, I, I gave him an ultimatum and I, it's like, and now I think really? about it. Yeah, who who is this woman? Who was that woman that gave some guy an ultimatum? Like, marry me or it's over. Like, it's so bizarre that it, there was a point in my life. But, you know, that's what you think when you're in your 20s. You're like, well, I guess marriage is next. What do you mean you don't want to get married? I guess we get to break up now. It's so stupid. Guess what? You don't have to get married. You can just stay in the relationship until you one die. of you dies. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Till death do you part. Yeah, I will never get married again. I don't know why I got married the first time. And I even said to my boyfriend now, if he proposes, I know it's over. Like, if he wants to break up with me, get down on one knee. I know, but I don't want to go out and be on the dating scene right now. I don't want to be on an app. I don't want to swipe left or right or whatever the hell it is. I I just, I don't want to do that. Why? It's fun. It's like somebody new every other day. You know, you can reinvent yourself. You might even try and be a nice guy one time or, you know, the usual jerk that you are. Like, you can be that another time. You could just try on different personalities with different women. 
I've dated a lot, and none of them are good. So what? <laughs> why, what makes me think I can keep trying and it will get better? All right. So Anthony says marriage is better. I say being single is better. What do you say? Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Something called The Cooper and Anthony Show. So, Jay, you say being married is better. I don't know. It's, just, it's a lot of hassle. Dating is a lot of hassle. I'm sure you meet a lot of great people, a lot of fun people. But, you know, with all the diseases in the world and the money you're spending and the mm-hmm. aggravation of, oh, I met this person, she was really great, didn't work out. Or, oh, that girl was crazy, you know. I don't know. I, for guys, I think it's a lot more difficult. So date. so dating for you was kind of a letdown every time you were kind of like, eh, it really wasn't worth the money, and it was just, it feels more like a hassle. Well, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Um, but then again, you got, again, the issue of meeting people, and, you know, you're gone for six months and, or, or whatever at a time, or a year, or 18 months, and you explain that to them, and they're like, so where have you been? Yeah, but what about the Jay? What about the possibility of like you know the first kiss and and the first time you know you tell each other you love each other and where's this going? I mean, that, isn't that isn't that kind of like hot and fun and and wasn't that didn't you did you not enjoy that part of it? You know, I enjoy meeting new people and and getting to know different personalities or whatever. But when you find the right person, it's like okay, enough with the waste of time dating thing. See, that's the thing. I think the waste of time dating thing. You never get that time back. You're always yeah, but, out trying to find the next person. But when you find the right person, why would you do something so hateful as marrying them? <laughs> why would you put you and them and your whole family through that? Right, you're putting them in jeopardy. Why would you do that to them? <laughs> Just stay single, keep dating. You know, nothing... I've always, People have always said to my boyfriend, I'm like, why don't you guys get married? And I always say, give me one good reason. If you can give me one good reason why we should be married, we will do it. Insurance. And literally, nope, he pays nothing. His insurance is free. He's he's taken care of by the state. If we got married and he got on my insurance, it would cost him money. He can visit you in the hospital. He could do that now. Uh... He's probably the one who put me there. <laughs> He's not going to come see you anyway. He won't come see me. <laughs> okay, I, I'm out of reasons why you should get married to, right. to your boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody's been able to give me one good reason. Just one. Will you love each other? Yeah, we can love each other as a couple anyway. It doesn't matter. We don't have to be married to still love each other. And why get the government involved? I know, but you can have another big stupid wedding like you had and blow all the money and buy shoes and dresses and, and a cake and all that. No, I already did that. It's like I've been to Paris. I don't need to go again. I've seen London. I don't need to go back. Do you mean, I've been married. I don't need to spend that money again. That's a waste of money. I've seen I've seen Big Ben. I bought the shoes. I'm done. Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, relationships, advice. What? The Cooper and Anthony Show. But if you don't get married, who are you going to take shopping with you? He doesn't want to go shopping even if we get married. It's nothing to do with my mother. That's who. No, you can force him to go to Target with you if you're married. If you're not married, he doesn't have to go. When you get married, where they hand you a shotgun so that you force them into Target with you? Yes. He's not, that's not going to change anything. That's Being married is not going to make him suddenly want to go stand there and walk through Walmart with me pushing a cart. And let me tell you, I've done that with you before. It's hell. Call now. 888-460-6002. And, and, and online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, yes, please. relationships, yeah. advice. Are you ready? The Cooper and Anthony Show. Someone to wash your clothes. That's why you should get married. You mean for free as opposed to paying a housekeeper? Yeah. I don't have to pay. Well, I do, but... <laughs> okay, well, there you go. You just undid everything you just said. You're like, somebody to wash your clothes. Wait a minute, I gotta pay for that. See? So that's not a good reason. How about when you get really fat and look like an egg. Yeah. Then they they don't leave you because they're married. That's when they leave you because you're fat and look like an egg. But if you're fat and look like an egg and dating, they can leave during lunch. But if you're fat and look like an egg and they're married, it's going to take some time. 
anybody can leave at any time. I don't want some guy who feels like he's stuck with me because it's just too annoying to get a divorce. If a guy wants to go, there's the door, dude. There's the do- there's plenty more penetrators out there. I can find lots of men. They're out there. They're waiting. You can be replaced. Everyone's replaceable. So there's the door. And that's the good thing because you can find them now because you already look like an egg. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know what you're getting. You know what this is going to look like as it ages. I'm already there. You're only going to get hotter. <laughs> <laughs> right. <You're not laughs> it can only go. get better. It can't get worse. It's not possible. Sean, what do you say? Getting married or not get married? It's real simple. Like, I have had the greatest single life. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I was captain of the wrestling team, football team, did a college fraternity thing. Afterwards, as a bounce at a bar. Greatest single life. Everything a single guy could ever ask for. But at the end of the day, once I finally got married, I realized on my way home to work, way home, home from work one day, mm-hmm. I had a reason to go home. The reason my single life was so good is because I had no reason to go home. So I was always out trying to do stuff, trying to keep busy, trying to feel wanted, trying to feel needed. And now I can go home and I have that and it's effortless and it's a beautiful thing. And I don't care what any guy says. Anything that makes his life effortless is always better. Chuck, how long were you single for? I mean, like, were you young when you got married? Uh, I was uh, 1970, mm-hmm. and but I was divorced by 72. And I remained single until 1995. And during the time in between your first marriage and now, did you have a grand old time, or are you happier being married? Oh, yeah, I spent it. It, it was... It, I didn't... I didn't leave anything in, on the table. Spent it all. <laughs> no stone unturned. No stone was unturned. I, but that said, everything that everybody's complaining about uh, dating and not knowing the other person and everything, that's because they're insecure of their own presence in right. the relationship or in the dating relationship. And if they don't have that confidence going in, yeah, they're going to be all kind of funny and trying to uh, uh, do somersaults to make the other person happy and make them think they're the person that they uh, are not. Right. And and that's what ruins many dating relationships right up front when those people aren't honest with each other. Call now. 888-460-6002. And, and, and online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, relationships, advice. Right now. The Cooper and Anthony Show. We are talking about which is better, being married or being single. Don, tell me what. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been married for 24 years. My wife and I dated for two years prior. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I want to go back to one topic real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to going to the grocery store or Walmart with my wife. Yeah. Oh, heck, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> with the wife and the kids, Don. No, 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 no. no. My, kid, my kids are grown pretty much, you know, 16, 19, and 22. You know, the, the two oldest ones are out. But mm-hmm. I still won't go to the store with them. <laughs> but when they, when they were little, you did. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Are you crazy? Time I get out the car, they're already halfway across the parking lot and gone. I'm in the store wandering around like a zombie. Duh, where'd they go? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know, and let somebody make her mad, and she turns into a mad shopper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so goes, even with even with all that, do you think being married is better than being single? Oh, yeah, top of line. I mean, that's all there is to it, you know. She's right for me, and I guess I'm right for her. At least mm-hmm. I, that's what I think. <laughs> right. Right, no, obviously, I mean, 24 years. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't get me wrong. There's sometimes I like to kick her butt to the curb. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Don. I would be like my grandfather. My grandfather, in the dead of August, he would go to the store, but he would never get out of that car. Just sitting there in the car? What just he, sitting in the car. Would he read the paper? What would no, he do? No, he'd just sit there. Wow. Twice a week, he'd That's sit in the love. car. That's <laughs> love. There's love But for he you. had no problem going to the store. He just would never set foot in the in store. In the store, right. right. And that's uh, obviously genetic. Um, hi, Dave. How you doing? Now, Dave, do you think being married is better than being single? Oh, definitely being married is a lot better. How come? Well, just like that one caller said earlier, that it's, it's a wonderful feeling to go home and have someone there for you. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, to me, it's been like a lifelong honeymoon. Well, that's because you've got a good marriage. But what if it was a war zone? Do you have friends that don't get along with their spouse? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> well, my friend and my best friend is my wife. Oh, okay. So, 
you know, I mean, we've been together for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be 21 years in May. Wow. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's heaven. It really is. I mean, uh, every weekend we, we go shopping together. At Walmart uh, on a Sunday? Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I only have one child, and we waited a while before we had her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we just, before we had her, well, we just did a lot of practicing. It was all <laughs> practice. Practice made <laughs> but see, that's good, Dave, because you've got a good marriage with somebody that was right for you, who you love. So that we look at you and think, wow, marriage is great. But, um, you know, we have friends that we can't stand being around because they don't seem to like each other very much. And they fight a lot. And it's a war zone. And she said to me many times, I really miss the single life. Yeah, well, but see, how are they when they get home at night, knowing that they're going into an empty house with nobody there to talk to, talk about their day? Yep. And, you know, enjoy each other. You know, how do they really feel? You know, they might say, oh, well, yeah, I got a great life. And then they're at home by themselves and say, God, I wish I had somebody here. Right. They're at home crying into a big thing of ice cream. Well, what's wrong with that? Somebody call me fat. I need, I need ice cream to prove them wrong. I'm not fat. I can eat an entire pint. Watch. Right. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hello. Now, Matt, you have an idea why no single people are calling in tonight. Well, I'm just curious. I've uh, been married 11 years, but not a lot of single people calling in because they're all out doing stuff. Oh! <laughs> they have lives. They have lives. They're not stuck at home or in their vehicle. That's a good, very good point. Yeah, there's nobody, nobody, nobody with a life is listening to this show. We, we completely forgot that part. Well, because we're all married. <laughs> <laughs> if you're bored enough, you're listening to this show. That's, that's the philosophy. Oh, heck no. Y'all got a great show, and I appreciate listening to you on the way home. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Thank Matt. You, Thank you. He's actually making a very good point. <laughs> Single people are out having a good time. They're on dates. They're with, you know, they're with the, the man or the woman at the moment. Mm-hmm. They're not listening to this stupid show. They're not going to call in and tell us why single life is great. They're out having a great time. But the married people, they're, they're busy staring at the wall. <laughs> so they turn the radio on. <laughs> Walmart, and they're sitting in the car, and they just know what the heck wants to turn the radio. <laughs> what else am I doing now? Right. Bored. <laughs> what are they talking about? Pfft, this is stupid, but you know, better than it's better I'll than call in. It's better than bored. Coming up next. Talking sex for a whole hour. The sex hour coming up. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Sex, relationships, advice. What? The Cooper and Anthony Show. You see, this week, Kelly Ripa is trying to tell us all that she passed out during sex with Mark Consuelos. Is he that good? I guess he's kind of a good-looking guy. I I can look at him and be like, yeah, he's handsome. But he just, he strikes me as being, like, super vanilla. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, just really boring in bed. I don't see the two of them having hot sex, even though she's adorable and has the really cute little body. I think she can be very annoying and she seems very, I don't know, I, I just feel like the two of them together, I don't see it as being hot. But I guess that was the narrative that was out there about them, because why else would you come out and say, I passed out during sex with Mark? And they've been married 900 years. So how hot can sex be after 900 years and 14 kids? You know, and that's the thing, because the headline was Kelly Ripa passes out from sex with Mark Consuelos. No, you didn't. Not for anything. How about this? Not for anything he did, you know? It was probably too hot, and she hasn't had any food (laughs) in like six hours. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had that happen. Yeah, she she lives on air and lettuce, so of course you Mm -hmm. passed out. Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, relationships, advice. Did you hear that? The Cooper and Anthony Show. A list of the best sex toys you can buy. Ooh. See, you're already interested. I am interested because this is, you know, this is my year of sex toys. So the reviews of the sex toys are my my favorite thing in the world. Okay. <laughs> Because people will tell you if it's good or bad. It, it's not a book. It's something that they're spending 
intimate time with. Yes, right. That's very important to a lot of people. So if it's very good, they're going to let you know. If it's not very good, they're going to let you know. Uh, Number one, and I'm not even going to tell you the name of it because you don't need to be spending your money on this stuff. Uh, The first review said, listen, all I can say, buy this immediately. I Wait, f- you, you got to tell me the name of it. I fell out of my bed the first time I used it, saw oh. God for the first time, <laughs> and I was convinced I broke my and a little picture of a kitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Also, hella cute, charges fast, and you can take it into the shower. Oh, okay. That those are all really important. Listen, if you if you are a mom and you have kids running around, you can't go take a sex toy in your bedroom because you're going to hear knock knock knock, mom. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So if you can take a sex toy in the shower, that's a win. What's it called? The Puff Compact Suction Vibrator. Wait, you're talking too fast. I'm running. I'm running okay. I got it. Puff. The Puff. Yeah, got it. Suction Compact, vibrator. Su- mm-hmm. Yeah, suction all, vibrator. Uh, literally all over it. Yeah, it's uh, forty-eight bucks, and it's bargain, bargain. Great. That's a, I think that's a lot of money, but no, okay. If you, if you okay, hang so. on a minute. You've obviously never really bought sex toys. That's actually a very reasonable price for sex. It toys. is. Yeah, they're hundreds of dollars. All right, how about a palm-sized vibrator boasting a tongue with nine <laughs> vibrations? And nine licking motions. You know what that's good for? That's good for couples. If you have somebody in your life, if you're a vagina haver, and you you have somebody in your life who is not able to give you an orgasm, that's a surefire way. A uh, review says, with the price, I didn't expect much because it's 32 <laughs> bucks. But wow, I am shocked how awesome this little gadget is. So awesome. In fact, I didn't even get two minutes into using it before game over for wow. me in a good way. It, it's uh, You can use it standalone or during intercourse. Waterproof, soft, smooth, easy to clean, charges fast, and holds a charge for a shockingly long time has more speed intensity options than I need. But wow. having the option to go up is nice. Overall, very happy. I'm so happy I stumbled upon this little gem. Only $32. $32 for the lick, 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 lick thing. What's it called? <sighs> See, there goes all your money now. I got to write this down. It's it's called a Rose Vibrator. Licking tongue vibrator. Okay, rose vibrator. Licking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was supposed yeah, to tell you the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Wrote it down. Call now. 888 Gross me out. Try it. Okay. So, um, do you know what pheromones are? Yeah, they're in cologne. They attract the women's. Yeah, they're not really in cologne. They're in your body. They're in your hormones. They're but not yeah, in my body, but most guys' body. Okay. <laughs> well, they're definitely, actually, they're definitely not in your body, and I'll explain to you in a second why. But um, So, there was a... They did this study where they were looking to see, like, what in the pheromones attracts us like why do some people like sniff other people and go mm, that's not oh, i like that person i would definitely want to jump on those bones like what makes us attracted to each other sexually like why do you want to jump on somebody's bones as opposed to someone who you're just like repulsed by mm-hmm. here's what they had the women do they had the women it's called vabbing <sighs> I've heard, of, I've heard of this and it's I've, I've already I'm gone I'm checked out <laughs> why it's I was thinking that, you'd love a good vab uh, no I don't love a good vab because it's gross and I don't know who came up with it you explain I'm gonna take my headphones off again <laughs> okay <laughs> so in the way of hormones in the way of pheromones like attracting mates um, women were taking their vaginal secretions, which is the nicest way I can say it. Like they were sticking their fingers up there and then rubbing it on their pulse points, like on their wrists and on their neck. <laughs> and using that as an attraction method rather than just straight up perfume. 
And you're grossed out, but it totally works. <laughs> That's the thing. It definitely worked. So they were like, all right, well, what about the other way? What is it about single men that make them attractive? So they had a bunch of men, single and married, just work out like crazy, get really sweaty. And then they had single women sniff the men. So they didn't know who was married and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was just like a whole bunch of randos and they had them sniff like something crazy, like 178 men or whatever. And what they found was that the women said that half the men really stunk. They were more attracted to them on some weird level, but they they friggin' stunk. And it was all the single men. The single men reeked and the married men didn't. And the reason why is because single men have more testosterone and it's the testosterone that makes your body stink and makes women more attracted to you. Whereas the married men had less testosterone. So it kind of makes women go, eh, yeah, not really all that interested in that guy. Well, here's what's crazy about it. the fact that single men have more testosterone. That actually, there's your evidence that being married emasculates you. Oh, turns us into a chick. Pretty much. I mean, women do have testosterone, but way less than men. So if you have less testosterone, I mean, that's you marry us, we turn you into us. You've seen those couples where they end up looking alike as they get older. The girl doesn't look like the guy. The guy looks like the girl. All right, I'm going to vag then. <laughs> How about that? Am I hot so I now? Thought, yeah, d- stop that, please. <laughs> so I thought, you know, if we're going to be talking about sex and sex stuff, why don't we, let's take our first sex call about testosterone. I just had a dumb question. My boyfriend, he works out, he bodybuilds, and he's always concerned that having sex decreases his testosterone and he's not going to build muscle. And I wanted to know if that was really true. It's not true. That's such old school thinking. It's so funny how you get like people that are in their 20s that think things that our parents and grandparents used to think. No. More recent studies show that both sexual stimuli and sexual activity actually increase testosterone. Oh, so that guy at the gym who's like huge. Yeah. I bet he gets it a lot. Yeah. 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 Not only does he look like that, but oh, great. Now I got to hate that guy more. Well, he probably gets it a lot because he looks like that. Yeah. So not only does he look like that, but he gets that. And yeah, thanks. Yeah, I know it's odd to think that your Pillsbury Doughboy body is not attractive to women. <laughs> I'm vagging. It, it just isn't. You gotta start vagging. Back home now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, relationships, advice. What? The Cooper and Anthony Show. This is the hour. This is the sex hour. Whatever's on your mind about whatever is in your pants. That's what we're talking to you about. Call now. 888-460-6002. Yeah. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, relationships, advice. Right now. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Hey, we're taking your random sex calls, whatever's on your mind. John, what are you? what's going on with you? My wife is a manic depressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I knew her, I've known her for three years now. We've been married for a year. And since I've known her, she's had a very bad drinking problem. Uh, um, mm. To the point where she gets violent. Uh, and she gets drunk mm. and drinks a 12-pack mm. to a case of beer. Anyway... <laughs> I've had, I had enough of it, and I love her death, uh, uh, but I've had, okay. you know, all I could take. And finally, we had a discussion about it, and she has stopped drinking, really tried. Uh, she hasn't drank anything for two weeks, which is not very long, but, uh, you know, she has a craving to drink. Mm-hmm. What my question basically is, is what, what can we do to help her uh, not want to drink? She takes quite a few medicines too which I kind of want to tell you about all right so first of all I say like more sex because here's the thing when you're when you're drinking your lady boner does not exist (laughs) no the opposite a glass of wine or two yeah hey baby I'm Mm. feeling it but like a 12 pack or a case he said she drinks now that kills any lady boner possibility if you ratchet up your sex life Mm. she's going to be so focused on doing you she's not going to want to do the drinking that's the first thing i think that's you have to do that you have to get get back in that place when you were first dating because you were her drug then so you want sex to be the drug not the alcohol 
Oh, the, so go back to that. Yeah, go back go back to, like, romance the hell out of her. Let, let her, I mean, do whatever you need to do, even if you only please her and don't please yourself, whatever she needs, I say. But um, here's the thing. If she's self-medicating enough, there might be two issues here. One of them, a lot of therapists just, just like, throw drugs at people and they go, bye! That means she might not also be in therapy. A lot of people need drugs and therapy. It sounds like John's wife needs both. And sex. You know, and, se- and sex. Everybody needs sex at any... There's never anyone I will ever say, you do not need sex. Sex is always a yes, you need it. But I think also maybe the, the drugs she's on are not effective. Whatever cocktail they have together is not working. Because the fact that she's still self-medicating with alcohol says that there's, some, there's something wrong with the chemistry there. I wonder if that's on the dating app. Uh, oh, look at her swipe. Oh, manic depressive uh, alcoholic click. I want that one. Well, you know, you say that like sarcastically, but my boyfriend's always said that the manic depressive women are the ones that have the best sex. They're the best in bed. He's like, get me. He always says like, <laughs> the crazier, I always, the he's like, better. I did a lot of psychos in my day. It was awesome. It was the best sex ever. Not that being a manic depressive makes you psycho, obviously, but he likes women. He used to like women who are mentally ill because. <laughs> Look who he's with. <laughs> there you go. Case in point. <laughs> Look who he settled on. <laughs> he went through and he said, nightmare, pain in the ass, high maintenance, check. Give me that one. Call <laughs> <laughs> now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex. Sex with an attitude. Relationships. I had a relationship once. And advice. So you got any advice for me? The Cooper and Anthony Show. This is the hour. This is the sex hour. Um, well, the situation is um, my fiance and I had a foursome with a couple. And the only problem I had with it was when we switched couples. And there was there was no sex oh intercourse involved. Um, then I discussed that with him and discussed it with the couples and it happened again Thursday and everything went mm. fine and then he and I had a talk and he said that his it was a coworker of hers his is the female and her husband felt a little left out because I wasn't paying attention to him. Uh. And I explained to my fiance that the issue was that I didn't feel that if I if I didn't want him being with her, then I didn't think it was fair that I would be with him. Hang on a minute. So, Elizabeth, are are you a swinger or is your husband into cuckolding? Those are two completely different things. You can't just be in a foursome and just wing it. I mean, I guess you can, but then you run into issues like this. So these are two completely different things. So swingers are people that switch partners, wife swapping, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. where you bang my wife, I bang your husband switch back and forth, whatever. Or there's an orgy or whatever. The idea is that it's the four of you. Cuckolding is different. Cuckolding is when your husband wants to watch you get banged by another guy. So you can't go into this without knowing what everyone's into. Like a cuckolding couple doesn't want to be with a swinging couple because that doesn't match. It doesn't match up. And don't do it with anybody at work. Avoid co-workers because that's really weird at the coffee machine at 8 o'clock in the morning. Right, especially in this scenario where one person didn't get didn't get off. And then you gotta work with the wife and she's gonna keep bugging you. Oh, well, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's, you know, it's it's not worth it. Get get somebody off an app or a yeah, website. Right, there's tons of apps, right. And, and just leave work. Leave the pen at work. And not bring it home. Yeah, I recommend FetLife. <laughs> I love that you have a recommendation of, of apps. What's your rule at home? No shoes. That's what we're talking about next. The Cooper and Anthony Show. New phone. Who dis? The Cooper and Anthony Show. Sex, relationships, advice. Here's another real tip on how to be a good wife from okay. Housekeeping Monthly magazine in 1955. Okay. Oh, God. Touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. <laughs> your husband has been with a lot of work-weary people. Yes. Be a little gay and a little more interesting for your husband. Yes. His boring day may need a lift, and one of your duties is to provide it. Exactly. Are you taking notes, Cooper? Uh, to be a little gay? Yeah. Okay, we have, we have more. <laughs> 
you better take notes on these because <laughs> there will be a test. Oh God. Don't ask him questions about his actions mm-hmm. or question his judgment or integrity. Remember, he is the master of the house. Right. And as such, <laughs> will always exercise his will with fairness and truthfulness. Right. You have no right to question him. A good wife knows her place. That's so funny. If you knew our house, I am so in charge here that he literally, I don't even know how he gets dressed every day without my say-so. Like, how does his shirt look? What about these pants? Question him. Are you kidding me? I would love to not have to question him about anything. I would love to not have to have these conversations where he's asking me a million questions. Trust me. I wish it was 1950. I would love to sit back and let somebody else pay my bills and make all the decisions. There's more. (laughs) Prepare your children. Take a few minutes Mm -hmm. to wash their hands and faces and comb their hair. (laughs) Minimize all noise. Oh, thank God. At the time of your husband's arrival, eliminate all noise of the washer, dryer, or vacuum. Yes. And try to encourage your children to be quiet. To review, okay, remember he is the master of the house. Okay, again, this guy cannot make a decision without me, so that is not the case here. Put a ribbon in your hair, touch up your makeup, always be fresh looking. You got that? No, I like the um, be gay. (laughs) Be a little gay. Be a little gay. He would really like that. I'm just telling you. (laughs) I am a little butch, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm already a little gay. Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. You fake? Yes. No. Yes. The Cooper and Anthony Show. I had a little thing with my boyfriend in the kitchen this morning. And the kitchen is this size. It's about this big. So what can happen? No, I know the kitchen's tiny. It's not a question of, it wasn't like we bumped into each other. He reaches up to make coffee and he pulls down an egg mug. I'm like, you can't drink coffee out of an egg mug. That's disgusting. It's like, what? A mug's a mug. It was the difference. It goes through the dishwasher. I have one particular mug that I always use to scramble eggs in. That's it, that's my egg mug. It's had eggs in it its entire life. It doesn't know what coffee is. That mug only knows eggs. Like, if when you grab that mug, it knows what's happening next. Oh, here comes an egg. We're going to crack an egg. I'm going to be part of the, the omelet you're about to make. He was drinking coffee out of the egg mug. I nearly vomited. It was disgusting. Does it look like a coffee mug? Well, all mugs look like coffee mugs. They're mugs. Does it have egg mug written on it? No. In fact, it actually is a mug that I stole from a diner, so it's <laughs> literally a coffee mug. It looks like a typical diner coffee mug. But the reason I took it is because, I don't know if you're a baker or a cooker or anything like that, I find that most of the things you crack an egg on, you can't crack the egg because it's too thick a rim. This has a nice thin rim. It cracks the egg perfectly. And here's this guy who puts his mouth all over my body with an egg mug for coffee. I'm like, I'm not touching those lips. Like, get get those, get that mouth away from me. You can't bitch at him if he's using a coffee mug as a coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not written on it in Sharpie or nice lettering egg mug, then he can use it for whatever he likes. You know, I don't have a lot of persnickities, even though you know me and you know I probably have, I'm very high maintenance and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But around the house, things are what they are. Like a hairbrush is for brushing hair. You know, a couch is for sitting on. Everything around here is obvious. The only thing I have is this one specific mug that I stole from a diner that is specifically to make eggs in that I've been doing for all the time he's known me. Okay, have you had this discussion Many times he knows he knows oh, it's an egg he mug. Knows yeah. it's an egg mug. No, it's it's a it's a passive aggressive thing. He's angry at me for something else. <laughs> That's what's going on. There's something going on with him that he is not c- communicating with me. And instead, he's like, "Look, watch me drink coffee out of your egg mug, bitch." Yes. So that is one of your rules. Another one of your rules, because I know because I lived with you, mm-hmm. is if you put toilet paper in the toilet, like if you just blow your nose and you have uh-huh. to flush it. Yeah, oh yeah, you can't leave it sitting there and just the boogers floating around like yeah, some drives insane. you insane. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. So that's another rule that you well, have. I'm not gonna pee on your boogers. You don't know the interaction between pee and booger. You don't know I don't know what's coming out of your body. I'm wipe not gonna the pee counter on it. And put the, the tissue in the toilet and you still want it flushed. You can say that because you're a stander. I'm a sitter. If I sit down 
and my urine interacts with whatever's in there and there's an explosion, it's going right up my bum. I, I'm I'm in the line of, of fire. Has there ever been an explosion from urine hitting boogers? No, because people flush that stuff down. I don't think all people do. I don't think this has ever happened, but it drives you crazy. It's a rule. I think people that live alone probably just, they use their toilet like an ashtray. Mm-hmm. When they live, when you live with somebody else, no, you don't know what the interaction of their urine and your stuff is going to be. It's a problem. <laughs> it could be explosive. Your rule at home, what is it? Do you have one rule that everyone in your house has to follow? Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Something called... The Cooper and Anthony Show. My one rule, the only really rule I have at home is no washing or drying of clothes after 9 o'clock. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Yes, because I want to go to bed and my bed is next to the, the washer and dryer thing. Oh, right. So everybody else sleeps on the other side of the house. Even your wife. No one sleeps with you. No, no. So they sleep on the other side of the house. Nobody hears it but me. And they always break the nine o'clock rule every day. You know what? That's so rude of you. I'll tell you why. Because I've lived with you, as we've said before, that we've lived together. We did a show together um, in another state and we ended up living together. We had to. You snore so loud that there is not a washing machine or dryer out there that can compete with how loud you are. So if I have to hear you snore all the way on the other side of the house, I'm sorry. You're going to have to deal with my laundry. It's my only rule. It's my only rule. I don't have any other rules. Just don't do that. Don't do it. That's it. And they can't. Nobody does. They, they don't listen to me. Goes in one ear, right out the other. Do you really not have any other rules? I have no rule. That is the only rule. I think you have lots of rules about your car. No, but that's not in the house. I have, a, have I have a, the house. I have a million rules about my car. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So a rule is a rule. It doesn't, doesn't no, matter want, where the your rule is. Rule. You're in your car more than you're in your home. So your your car is like a little moving apartment. Yeah, just don't even look at my car. You want to question <laughs> it? Don't even look at it. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. Just look away. Don't put your feet on the dashboard like some people. Mm-hmm. I wonder who did that. I, I have no <laughs> idea. And when it rains, you take your shoes off before you get in the car. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of rules. But when it comes to the house, washer and dryer, that's it. Your worst one was that you can't eat in your car. I, I no. can't begin to tell him how many food, how many pieces of food I snuck in my mouth when you weren't looking. When you were, when you're busy flipping off the guy next to you, I was like, whoop, <laughs> throwing a piece of chocolate. Joe, what's your rule? Uh, my friends get glasses and plates or stuff out of the pantry and are out of the bathroom and leave the door open to the cabinet. Oh. No, that, that not driving. You have to get up and close it because you're almost embarrassed to say anything to them. I know, and you're like, you're standing right there. You opened it. What's You can hit your head on it and get yeah. a concussion. Well, who raised them is what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> what finishing school did they go to? <laughs> exactly. So that's my petty thing. So now, now you don't say anything usually. I gave up because if I say anything, they'll uh, make a major point out of making sure that they leave them open. Now, Leah, what's your petty thing? Like when you're at home, what, what's, what's your thing that you're like, oh, it drives me crazy? Okay, well, you know how most uh, women want the guys to put the seat down on the toilet? Mm-hmm. I have to go one step further. You have to put the whole lid down before you flush the toilet. Oh, oh, before you flush. Yes, that drives me crazy. If they flush the toilet and the lid is open, uh-uh, uh-uh, I can't stand that. <laughs> and the reason is because the bacteria goes out into the air and will get on your toothbrush, your washcloth, your makeup, your lotions, all of that. See, it's functional. It's not just I'm crazy with the toilet seat. It's I have a very good reason. Exactly, exactly. It's, and it's just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then do you impart that rule when people come over? Do you say, okay, if you're coming to my house for the first time, let me lay down the law. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That is the one thing I make sure people understand. You know, yeah, I'll tell them where the bathroom is, and I'll say, got to put that lid down before you flush it. Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, relationships, advice. What? 
The Cooper and Anthony Show. Another rule you have when you're home. Yes. When you're home alone, every light has to be on in the house. Well, of course. That way, monsters can't get you. Every light. Yeah. If you have lights off, you don't know what's lurking. You got to have every light on for protection. Yeah. If you want to find out if Cooper is home alone, look at her windows. Every light is on. If it looks like spring in that apartment, (laughs) she's alone because she cannot deal with darkness and alone, she'll explode. The kitchen light is on even when I'm in the bedroom. Every light, the bathroom light, everything is on. I don't have to be in the room for the light to be on. Call now. 888-460-6002. And and, and online at cooperandanthony.com. Sex, yes, please. relationships, yeah. advice. Are you ready? The Cooper and Anthony Show. You have bug rules. Wow, I do have bug rules. That's true. In <laughs> fact, yeah, we're dealing with one right now. We, we brought something into the house that's infested with little tiny moths. And at some point, everyone in the house is running around trying to chase after a little baby moth. I make everyone. I'm like, stop what you're doing. Get rid of that moth. Throw it out the window. Kill it. I don't care. Flush it. No moth. No bugs allowed. I'm surprised you haven't called the super. I don't really have a lot of rules. I can't believe you're coming up with so many. <laughs> I have so few rules, and here I here, here you are coming up with a bunch. Hey, Josh. What's your rule? Well, it's a rule, and it's something I have to do. The rule, or it's a rule, but it doesn't get abided by, to put the toilet paper back on the dispenser when, it's, when the roll's empty. That's a biggie. And it sits right in front of the toilet, so there's no reason why you can't, you know? Right. It's not like you're going to go there and be like, gee, what's missing? Yeah, it really pesters me. Everything I do has to be done in even numbers. Really? I have to take an even number of bites out of my sandwich or, you know, and when I get down to the bottom of a pop or something, then I always try to make sure that it's an even number of drinks. And and what about, how about somebody else with you? Can they have three cookies? I don't care about anybody else, but when I give my girlfriend a kiss or her daughter, it has to be an even number. They, they either get two kisses or four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no one or three or five or wow. two. Suzanne, what's your one rule at home? Cooper, my rule is that if the dishwasher is either empty or has some dirty dishes in it, then there is no reason on earth that dirty dishes should be in the sink. Oh, Right. So, so, okay, so, so there's room in the dishwasher. If there's dirty dishes in the sink, put them in the dishwasher. Absolutely. If there's a spot for the dirty stuff, don't leave it out where everybody can see it. And how good are you at enforcing that rule? I'm eerily good at enforcing that rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scary how, how well that rule is enforced. But that's, you know, if, if you pick your battles, that's the one I pick, and it's, uh, it's enforced. Call now. 888-460-6002. And, and, and online at com. Sex, relationships, advice. Right now. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. You have a rule. What's my rule? No shoes in the house. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. have shoes. No. That's disgusting. You can't bring the outside inside. What do you think I am? You think I'm running through a field and running through a, through a mud puddle? I'm just, I'm literally walking from my very clean house to my very clean car to your very clean living room. No, there's COVID outside, there's condoms, there's spit, and you just walk through all of it. And now you're bringing it in the house on the bottom of your shoe and the carpet looks like crap and you don't know how to vacuum, so you're never going to vacuum. And you're never going to, you you have no idea how to clean a carpet, so it doesn't matter to you. But I have to clean the carpet, so take your shoes off. You're saying you have one rule. You said it's just the dryer and the washing machine. Well, here, now I have another one for you. Okay, there I you go. Two. No sh- I, no shoes in the house. I think, I think that's very high maintenance. But I've had that rule for f- forever. Since well, I've it doesn't, got out. It just makes you... It just means you've been wrong that long. No, I'm right. My carpet still looks great. You're just jealous. That's why. You're just cheap. What's your rule? Well, uh, Cooper, if they abide about it, it wouldn't be calm explaining. But they, uh, <laughs> the remote control to the TV, it should always be 
on the coffee table in front of the TV, not the bathroom. You don't push a button in it. Don't push the commode. <laughs> it shouldn't be in the kitchen. You don't push a button in mm-hmm. it. Start the dishwasher or anything. So what's the problem? I don't. I just don't understand it. You push a button. You turn the volume up and set it back down. And my wife, I don't know if she gets confused sometimes and thinks it's a cordless phone and she walks around talking into it and just sits down when she realizes it, 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 it's the remote or not. I don't know. You're a nice guy, Todd. Well, thank you, Anthony. <laughs> Todd, wait, Todd, one more question. What happens if the remote control ends up on the couch? On the couch? It does, and that, that's explainable. Maybe my wife fell asleep watching TV there or something, or the kids, you know, you know, the kids, they can't expect to, you know, sit there all the time. But my little two-year-old, she knows exactly how happy a remote makes me. She'll pick it up off the coffee table and hand it to me and say, Here, Daddy. Coming up next. I'm missing the girl gene. Anthony's missing the sleeve gene. What gene are you missing? The Cooper and Anthony Show. Sex, relationships, advice. Showtime. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Time to get advice from Cooper. Okay. How should I handle this? Oh, good. Well, we got an email from somebody? Actually, we did get an email from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> How should I respond? So... Over the past couple of days, we've made a lot of press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. We've heard from everybody we've worked with, worked for, worked around, friends with, I think over the past couple of days. A lot of them are nice. It's nice to have this person back in our life. It's like Rick Jackson sent a message today. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, we that's a guy we used to work with many, many moons ago. He was great. We loved him. Loved him. He, he actually... You can almost credit with putting us together. Yeah, he really did. Like, we met through him. He was our matchmaker. I have one boss that I have been saving up urine for. <laughs> okay. Why? What are you <laughs> when he dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until he dies. Because I'm going to go to his funeral right there with his wife standing next to the, and that's what's going to happen. You're not even going to wait until it's his grave. Right there in the casket, you're just you're letting it go. If it's open casket, <laughs> I'm not That's going your up. Urine is, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going up there to to give my last respects. I'm going up there to relieve myself. So this guy sends us an email this morning. No, wait, you heard from the the most horrible human being on the face of the earth, the guy who made you? my life hell for five years no. and fired me. With a wife and two kids for no reason. Wait, so did the email say, go F yourself? What did he say? Congratulations. You two are great. I'm so proud of you. And it's such a good company and blah, blah, blah. So it's all this from this guy. It's so phony. I hate that stuff. Just be honest. You know, either don't respond or write to us and say, good, you're someone else's problem now. Okay, but here's the problem. This guy can help us maybe in the future down the road because he's still in radio and he's still a big muckety-muck in radio. So what do I I do? (sighs) Send him urine? (laughs) Save me the plane ticket. Just pour this over your head now. Um, well, not if he can still help us. See, that's the thing. I mean, there's people that I've worked with in the past. They are very, very professional. I know they hate each other. I've been there. I've talked to each one of them separately. I know they hate each other. And then I'll be somewhere in a room and they'll both be there. Oh, hi. How are you? You look great. Oh, I just heard your last podcast. Look, sounded terrific. They're so magnanimous. They're so friendly. They're so, it's so phony. I don't have that bone in my body. I wish I did. I think I would have been a lot more, much fur- further along in my life if I had that bone in my body. But I think you got to just suck it up. I think you just have to say, wow, thanks so much. Means a lot hearing from you. Just, you know, some <sighs> some ass kissish sort of thing. You have to. You have to. <sighs> it just makes me physically sick to see his name in my email. Okay. Well, you can email him back and then why don't you send him the urine anonymously? <laughs> <laughs> And say, pour this over your head now. Save me yes. the plane ticket. Now, I, he's such a, a, a a-hole. I guarantee he gets urine in the mail daily. <laughs> <laughs> 
from ex-employees that has worked for him that he's fired. <laughs> Babe, we got another bottle of urine. Okay, put it with the rest. <laughs> put it on the shelf. <laughs> See if John Mayer wants it. <laughs> he's all full. Send it to R. Kelly. <laughs> the Cooper and Anthony Show. Sex, yes, relationships, yeah. advice. Are you ready? The Cooper and Anthony Show. Now, we've been doing the show together a long time, but we're new to you. So thank you very much for having us in your world, family, car, phone, wherever you're listening <laughs> to us. Um, I had a big realization today, Anthony. Oh, oh no. I'm missing the girl gene. So I was out with a big group of women. We had lunch, right? Just listening to them. I could not relate to anything they were talking about. Like, if you saw us all together, you'd be like, well, she must be the help because those other women are dressed. They all look hot. They're wearing cute little outfits with their jewelry and their makeup, and they looked amazing. Every one of them looked like a Kardashian. And then there's me, and they're like, that must be the personal assistant. <laughs> That's I the look, makeup I know girl. Nothing about, That's right. the girl that does their makeup. You know, I don't have kids. I use my gift certificates for, from Christmas. We were talking about that. They went to like Bloomingdale's and Sephora. I was in a Sephora once because my mother dragged me in, but they were like, they used all their gift certificates at Sephora. I used mine to go to Best Buy and buy crap for this show, <laughs> to buy technology. That's what I used mine for. I bought headphones. <laughs> exactly. I bought headphones and I bought the little toggles that go in the side of my, <laughs> my computer. Yeah, I bought stuff like that, you know. They remember everything. From like years back about, they're like elephants. They remembered everything about, I don't care about what you and I talked about on this stupid show yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then the final thing that I realized, this was funny. So this is what I realized, I do not have the girl gene. I've never seen The Notebook. Like, I don't know, I don't know girl movies. I, my favorite movies are Marvel movies. They made Belle from Beauty and the Beast references. And I'm like, is that like when Vision gets the Mind Stone from the six Infinity Stones in Avengers Age of Ultron? Is that like that? <laughs> I had no, I didn't have the same references as them. Yeah, you have more man genes than you do girl genes, I think. So what gene are you missing? Is there a gene that you're just like, you know what? I don't have that gene. Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. New show. We must be perfect. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Oh, heck yeah. Sex, relationships, advice. I am so missing the care about other people gene. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're missing the sleeve gene because you don't have sleeves yeah, either. I'm, you don't believe in sleeves. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason to wear sleeves when you have this much ink. But, <laughs> I mean, you can't cover it up. You, you spent all the money. You got to show the ink off. No, right. there was an accident in front of my son and his girlfriend, and they pulled over to help them. What? To help strangers? If that was me, mm. I just look over here. I didn't see anything and just keep going. I just, I don't have that care for other people, Gene. Yeah, you definitely don't. I've seen that before. We're like, you and I would be walking somewhere when we were doing that other show together. And um, like an old lady would fall in front of you and you'd like step over her <laughs> to get a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, some people run into a burning building to, to rescue a cat. No, yeah. I go, hey, look at this over here. Right, you don't even notice the building's on fire. No, I notice it. I just look away quickly so you don't think that I notice it. Right. Yeah, because right. I, I, I don't have that. And I feel bad that I don't have that, but it's gotten me pretty far in life. <laughs> do you feel bad? Do you really feel bad that you don't have that? I don't think you do. I think that I think you've accepted that's who you are, and you're pretty happy that you don't have to help other people. It's less for you to do. On the air, I'll say, yes, I feel bad. Okay, Off the air, I, I really, I, I'm so... I could yeah. care less. I didn't think you cared. Yeah. Now, Shannon, what gene do you not have? Well, I, I was actually talking about this at work today. I cannot count money back, and then I can't tell time either. <laughs> do, do you have a clock that has just numbers on it? And so you have, like, which one I do just, you have? Because a digital clock would help you out. Right. Well, I just assume I ask somebody what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's just much easier. I, or I just look at my cell phone. Because I just can't tell time. Otherwise, I'm sitting there going 5, 10, 15, 20. I, I have to do it like that. Right. Because I, I can't do it. 
always tell my report cards. My teacher always said, Shanna still can't tell time. Call now. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. You sure got a new show up and running fast. Sex, relationships, advice. What's going on here? The Cooper and Anthony Show. I think people lack the cooking gene. I think people lack the jogging gene. We don't have the jogging gene. No. You see people jogging all the time down the street. That's I. If if I'm running down the street, something is chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> if you drive down the street and go, I think that's Anthony running. Then then call the police. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think um, and I have friends that that lack the don't know when to shut up gene. Yeah. Yeah. They just talk and talk and talk. Even like when you're not supposed to talk. I have friends I won't even go to the theater with anymore or like movies with because they will talk the entire time. They'll lean over and go, so what do you think? No, 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 talk at all. Don't even whisper. Even whispering is still talking. (laughs) Or the person that goes to a concert with you and doesn't talk to you the whole show until the band goes on. And the minute the band starts, they start talking to you. And yelling in your ear. Yelling in your ear. It's that person. Yeah. I don't know how to behave in a concert, Gene. What Gene do you not have? Call now. 888-460-6002. And and, and online at cooperandanthony.com. You faked? Yes. No. Yes. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Hey, it's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Sex, relationships, and advice. We are talking about what gene you lack. And aside from lacking the girl gene, I also lack the driving gene. You've never had the driving gene. You've had the riding gene. You can ride. You're a professional passenger. Yeah. But I would never, and I've known you a long time, I Mm. would never get into a car that you are driving. You don't have to worry about that. I don't drive cars. <laughs> I know. If you ever did, I would not be there because there is no way you can drive. That's what I do. I have the I have the uh, shotgun gene. <laughs> I always call shotgun. I'm sitting in the front seat. <laughs> and she actually enjoys riding in the back seat more than the front seat. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so she'll get right in like a dog in the back and stick her head out the window. <laughs> what gene do you lack? Well, I think I got it from my parents because I think they lacked it too, but I lack the faithful gene. Really? Really, which is a tough one to lack when you're married with four kids. Yeah. Ooh. And now, wait a second. So were both your parents not faithful to each other? Um, not. I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I know my father got caught once. I'm pretty sure my mother lacked the gene also. Hmm. And um, is your wife aware that you do not have the faithful gene? Um, she was, but that was a while ago, um, and, and there's been some some lacking of it since then. Is your real name Ted? Of course not. Ah, <laughs> it's Anthony, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, no. 888-460-6002. And online at cooperandanthony.com. I don't understand. What, what's happening? A brand new show. The Cooper and Anthony Show. The sexiest American accents, one, two, and three. Number three is Boston. Sexy? Sexiest accent. You're a first-year grad student. You just got finished reading some Moxian historian, Pete Harrison, probably. You're going to be convinced of that until next month when you get to James Lemon. Then you're going to be talking about how the economies of Virginia and Pennsylvania were entrepreneurial and capitalist way back in That's not turning you on. That's that's wicked bad. You're going to be in here regurgitating Gordon Wood. Wicked gnarly. Talking about, you know, pre-revolutionary utopia and the capital forming effects of military mobilization. So that's not sexy to you. Number two. No. Are you sure this isn't the worst? The no, least this sexy? is the sexiest American accents. Number two, New York. If you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget God, about no. it. You know? mm-hmm. But then no. it's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like me and get those peppers, forget about it. No, mm-hmm. not Sometimes sexy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just sexy. means uh, forget about I'm it. I'm from here, and I will tell you that we have the least sexiest accents in the country. But Long Island is different than New York. Well, that's the problem. New York City is different than Queens, which is different than upstate New York, which is different than Staten Island, which is different than Long Island. The New York accent, it's... Look, none, none of them are sexy. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter which region you're talking about, but 
I think none of them are sexy. Yeah, dog coffee. I'm from here. No, not sexy. Sexiest American accents. Number one, Texas. Now, I'm okay. McConaughey. I will be giving you the howdies from Texas. Bless your heart. <laughs> y'all, that's just an easy one. You all. All hat, no cattle. That's sort of like a drugstore <laughs> no. cowboy. No. In Texas, meaning like the package is wrapped up nice, but there's no product in the box. All right, all it's right. It's a sexy right. accent. <laughs> but that's the thing. So the, I guess they asked actual people what the sexiest were, and then they asked people who are deaf what the next two were because it's the only explanation for why they would choose Boston and New York it's just like they they threw a dart at a map and went okay great that's one two and three well really the only accents that really stand out Midwest mm-hmm, and, don't, right? and that's not very sexy at all and then you have New York you have Boston and then you have Southern Southern is not sexy well it depends where in the South see that's another thing I mean you know, deep in West Virginia is very different than Savannah. Georgia. I think a Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, very sexy accent. Mm-hmm. Charleston, Savannah, they have their own way of talking. But yeah, you get the Virginia, West Virginia, that's not sexy. I'll tell you what you do. You just take them Daniel spark plugs out in that little hole. You just put a little hole around there, just like Bobby Hunter says. It's like it go boom, boom, just like that. At Northern California, very sexy accent. Is there really an accent? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's less hippie, but it's more. I don't know. I've I've had a lot of friends from Northern California. That's mm-hmm. a sexy accent. It's like a Seattle type of thing, I guess. Yes, yeah, exactly. Where it's you can tell they're not from wherever you're from, mm-hmm. but there's something about it that's different, but kind of appealing. But not New York or Boston. Texas. Oh, God, no. No. That was the worst part about growing up in New York. It's like, oh, look at that hot guy. Hey, how you doing? Oh, what a shame. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Sex. Relationship. Advice.